When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. rip them over payroll they love that their predecessors love that they love 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 when you rip them over payroll good morning to you good wednesday morning i'm dan kovacevic of dk pittsburgh sports and this is daily shot of pirates it comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey i also offer daily shots of steelers and penguins in the same place that you found this the episode that I recorded yesterday about the lack of, I mean, the abject, outright lack of international signings and successes from Latin America specifically seemed to light quite the fuse with all kinds of feedback. Most of it, if I'm characterizing it fairly, was surprised. Most of it was, wow, we had no idea. I mean, there was some idea when you see that, you know, for a few years, there was a Starling Marte, there was a Gregory Polanco, certainly in his early years that had everyone excited. And then if you're paying close attention, even when the Latin American players have arrived in recent years, meaning to Pittsburgh, they've been players who were acquired from other teams' systems. They've been O'Neill Cruz, Leo Vera Peguero. Andy Rodriguez. But here's the thing. <laughs> this isn't exactly something the organization's going to trumpet. The organization's going to find a way, in fact, to talk about anything else, including payroll. Maybe especially payroll, because it does a better job of obfuscating the ugliest of all truths regarding this operation. And that's that they can neither acquire nor develop their own talent. I don't have to share a stance with you here. I don't have to come up with some kind of hot take on this. It's right there. It doesn't need my help. It doesn't need your help. The numbers don't lie. The information doesn't lie. When you're looking at all of the various rankings, and I mean, you don't have to pick one because some can be flawed, some can be biased, but when you look at all of them as a cumulative, and you see that the Pirates are considered to have two of baseball's top 100 prospects right now, and that those two are exactly who you'd think they'd be, that's Paul Skeen's number one overall pick, you can pull someone out of the shopping line at Target. They've never heard of baseball in their lives, and they could draft a number one overall who's going to be a top-ranked prospect. And you could probably do the same for a number four overall because the other prospect, of course, is Termar Johnson. And that's it. That is it. That's what there is to show for four-plus years of the Ben Charrington front office. And that's... 
Anyone want to talk about payroll? I mean, that's that's a blight. Do you know how many people they employ to do this and to do it at every level? Do you know the amount of money that's spent? And I know nobody's going to weep for any investment that Bob Nutting makes on any front. But the money is spent at that level. So if you're going to try to come at me with some, you know, routine, well, if only they would spend more money, this isn't the area where that's going to make an impression. It just isn't. The pirates are known to be competitive with their spending when it comes to the instruction, when it comes to the scouting, when it comes to the facilities, when it comes to pretty much everything. All Nutting wants, if you think about it, and he's said this himself on more than one occasion, a a machine that just churns out prospects like some old Dr. Seuss contraption. Prospect, prospect. And they're not there. The only ones who are there are the ones who have nothing to do with this machine. And they're now, in fact, at risk coming into this meaning Skeens, Johnson, and everybody, because we've seen that it's failed other prospects as they've made it to Pittsburgh, presuming they've made it to Pittsburgh. Where are the draft picks? Nick Gonzalez is a number seven overall pick. No one even seems to care that he appears to have very little chance of sticking in the majors. Ruanzi Contreras, not that long ago, was one of the most exciting prospects in all of baseball. Not in the Pittsburgh system, the whole way across. They've managed to turn him into a soft tosser. He was at 100 miles an hour in Indianapolis and when he came up. He was breathtaking to watch. And then he was just a dude. Luis Ortiz who, by the way, would be the organization's first player to arrive in Pittsburgh and have any kind of impact under Junior Vizcaino, the Latin American scouting director, since 2017. Ortiz comes up and he's just killing people. This was awesome to watch. We forget that. It was kind of late in the season and everything, but he came up from Altoona and he's throwing 98, 99, and hitters had no chance Ortiz, poof, gone. And what does everyone want to talk about? What especially do the casual baseball fans in Pittsburgh want to talk about? They want to talk about spending money to find their replacements. How come they've only spent this much on Martin Perez or Marco Gonzalez? Why? Where's the money? Where's the whatever? I've done it myself. But it's completely misguided in isolation. And by the way, all of this is happening in broad daylight. Charrington is out there searching for pitchers, talking about it. We know why he's doing that. Charrington is out there searching for prospects. That's what he was doing for years because the Pirates couldn't draft or develop their own, and they still can't draft or develop their own. Guys, I got to tell you, Unless you're going to expect that the Pirates are going to spend, you know, $200 million, $250 million at any point in our lifetimes, there's not 
a workaround for this. When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Your front door, your car, your bike, your computer, your gun. Safety is a habit. Every day you lock and secure your home and everything you want to keep safe. Gun safety and responsible storage are no different and the best way to help prevent accidents, misuse, and theft. If you have a firearm, own it, respect it, and secure it. Visit projectchildsafe.org. Brought to you by the National Shooting Sports Foundation and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. Today's J1Q comes from John, who says, DK, can you imagine how different the Pirates' outlook would be if Rwanzi Contreras or Luis Ortiz built upon what they did initially and got better? Going into this offseason with Mitch Keller, Contreras, and Ortiz would be so much rosier if Contreras and Ortiz were to put together you know, 160 innings with sub-4 ERAs and O'Neill Cruz plays a full season, you know, maybe they would have won 86 games last year. Maybe they'd win that this year. John, I, I get it. Okay, I get it. You get it. I don't think 98%, okay? I don't think 98% of the people who follow this club get it. They're just waiting to hear some kind of news about additional money, as if the money itself is the objective. Look, I want them to spend more money. I'm not some kind of exception to that. I'm also one who considers them to be notoriously, egregiously cheap when it comes to the Major League payroll. But uh, I don't allow it to be the thing that hides what really hurts. And when I say really hurts, I'm talking about hurts them. I could do seven columns a week ripping them for their spending. I could do a hundred podcasts a month ripping them for their spending. And you're going to have to trust me here that that wouldn't rankle them as much as one show like yesterday's. As much as one show like today's. This is the stuff that they read and hear that gets them mad, and I end up hearing about it through back channels. <laughs> I'd like to think you guys know me well enough to know I really don't care about that. Because this is what hits at the root. This is what what's striking the nerve down there at the base. This gets at what it is that they can't do. And they can't do it, incidentally, in any form. And they can't do it despite Ben Charrington seeking and receiving a ton of additional funding 
from ownership to expand the advanced analytics departments, to expand their research departments. None of it's doing anything. Players aren't getting better. I want to bring up something that you said here in your question before we go for the day. You said it would have been so much rosier if Contreras and Ortiz built upon what they did initially and got better. You know, I'm going to respectfully beg to differ. They didn't need to get better. They just needed to do what they were doing. What happened was that they got worse. They regressed. They regressed in velocity. They regressed in command. They regressed in poise as a result, I believe. That's that's scandalous. That's not, uh, let's do some kind of analysis on how Martin Perez or Marco Gonzalez are going to fill out the rotation. Who cares? Who cares? I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody who reached out after yesterday's show. Uh, that's it, it, it's that's a mind-boggling thing for me that this has to be shouted out. We're gonna do this again tomorrow.